0: So what? We watch anime. So what? what? We play leak? We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale, and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reton Entertainment Podcast episode 132 for January 21st, 2018. My name is Nathan Reton Spruce. Joining me this week we have Andrew Roa McVein.
1: Hello, I have pizza this time.
0: You have pizza. You always have pizza because you're fat. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, what? let's start off. What games have you played this week, Aurora? Um,
1: I played, uh, played one match of the Darwin Project open beta.
0: A single match? How was that?
1: Um, it was confusing and frustrating.
0: Right. And it's supposed to have like some level of interaction from Mixer.
1: Uh, right now, yeah, it only has Mixer integration. And it's basically only for, well, it is, it's only for the uh, game show host mode. So okay. something they didn't really talk about whenever they reintroduced the game was that it has a host mode where oh. there is a person running the game. Um,. So Oh like you have, kind of
0: like the director in uh in Left for Dead. Uh yeah. But okay, like an actual like person. But an actual person.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they can cause various events to occur throughout the map, including um so it's it's kind of playing off of the uh the battle royale trend right now, but it does it in a slightly different way. Where instead of instead of having it where um you can close where where like entire areas of the map are closed off and it slowly becomes a an increasingly smaller circle. Uh instead the map is divided up into sectors and then each sector is closed off one by one. And oh. the uh the director, the the host, gets to choose which sections get closed off when. And also can like uh drop in uh, items. Crates and stuff like that. And can also, like, set off nukes,
0: apparently. Oh, well, that's that's unique. So, uh, did you pick a lot of enemies? No. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I am not either. I'm trying to be cool. <laughs> I'm trying to be cool, Roa. Um, yeah. Appara- in case anyone doesn't know, apparently pick means kill in competitive games now. I Apparently
1: that's been a thing for forever, and I'm just stupid. I, no,
0: uh, Aroa, it hasn't been a thing forever. People are. stupid. Uh, everyone on on the Overwatch Reddit says that I'm dumb. Well, they're dumb because it's not a thing. I've never heard it before, and I've seen competitive gaming. I have. I I did. I did look it up actually, and it appears that you can like, it, some something to do with like picking. A target and you like and you you pick that specific target to take out but that's all i could get i don't the people are it's short for pick off is it
1: it's what it's supposed to be
0: oh i see but i still have never heard it ever ever
1: I've never heard it used that way no
0: and i play i mean no i haven't played a lot of competitive games but i have played competitive games and i've never seen that happen or used but anyway have you played anything else more vr chat
1: yeah, I played VR Chat. That's um, good. Yep. I, I, I also started playing uh, Lisa. Uh what's Lisa? Lisa is an RPG kind of in the vein of uh it came out before Undertale, but it's oh, kind okay. of in that same like it's trying to be earthbound in you know a way. You, sh-
0: you know what you should do? What's that? Uh play more Undertale. Yeah, yeah, uh, probably. You should definitely do that. Um, that's cool. Uh, how is Lisa? Is it good? Uh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's
1: uh one the, one of my like I, I this is the second time I've tried to play through it. The first time I only got about forty minutes in before I just never played it again. I know um, how that goes. But one of my favorite moments is whenever somebody asks you to get a bucket of water. And so you go and grab a uh, a bucket that's nearby, and it's a it's a two D game. So I mean, you don't know what bucket he's referring to. Yeah, you grab the bucket and you throw the you throw the bucket of liquid onto these children that are uh, that have a, a small fire near them. You try to put the fire out, and then you set all the children on fire
0: because you threw gasoline on them
1: because it was a bucket of gasoline. And okay. then come to find out. He, no, that wasn't the bucket. The bucket of water was that one that's uh three stories up on the on the side of that cliff
0: oh so do do you have a chance to go back and fix it no, oh okay good that's
1: that's you can- you can climb up you'd hurriedly climb up and grab the uh the bucket of water, but then by the time you come back down, all the kids are just a pile of ash. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, I mean, is there a chance, like, if you went back to your previous save point, could you climb up and no. grab the bucket? Okay.
1: No, if you try to walk past the uh, the fire,
0: uh, the guy goes, What are you doing? Give me the bucket! Oh! Yeah. <laughs> so you just have to set children on fire, good. So you just, yeah, you just have to set a bunch of children on fire. So, that's that sounds interesting, though, I... I have to say the reason I don't like um, playing those games, and I don't like uh, Undertale either. I do like it. I think it's a great game, but I don't like the fighting. I don't like that, like, first-person, weird, turn-based combat system. I don't know why.
1: So, so, um, at least with Lisa, it is exactly like Undertale. Okay. Um, Or Not Undertale. uh, Exactly like uh, Earthbound.
0: You see, I don't like that either.
1: It's a traditional turn-based RPG. It's just in first person.
0: Yeah, see, I just don't like... I like it uh, like the Final Fantasy style where, where you have one set of characters on one side and the other on the other side. I don't I know agree. why. I don't know why I just... I get really turned off of a video game when they have that type of uh, battle system.
1: I mean, I don't like turn-based combat in general, but yeah. I'm I'm trudging through it because I really like the, the story.
0: Yeah. So the games I played, I played, of course, Binding of Isaac. I just played that at work. Um, I also played, and I beat yesterday, I beat uh, Life is Strange, all five episodes. Done with it. Uh And, you know, I was expecting to go into it, thinking of it as kind of like a Walking Dead type of game, where I would play through it and be like, that was a good game, and then never think about it again. (laughs) But, like, for the, because I beat it yesterday... And this entire last 24 hours, I've been thinking about the game and the consequences that were made in the game and, like, what could have changed if I would have done something differently. It's a really good game. Like, it, I, I don't know how to describe it. It is like a Walking Dead type game, but the story is so much better. And huh. the, the characters I actually like. And like in the walking dead there are certain things you can do like in the first season you can let a character die and another one live but at but at the end of the game that character dies too like it doesn't matter like nothing matters but the consequences in life is strange actually feel like when you do something it matters which is pretty great and there were times when i was legitimately given like hard choices. Are, are you ever going to play through the game?
1: Actually, I, I bought it. Okay. Recently. Okay. Um,
0: so I don't want to spoil it for you. But there are times when you're given a choice and it's not like, oh, do you want to save a puppy or kill the zombies? Like, it's, it's not a choice like that. It's a serious choice where you're like conflicted about what you should do in this situation which is pretty great um i think episode three was one that was just like there was a choice where i was just like i really don't know what i want to do here uh so i definitely recommend playing through it it's a about 10 hours you know five episodes about an hour and a half two hours a piece so eight to ten hours of gameplay and yeah it's really good and I definitely suggest you guys, everyone, play it. I will not be playing. Um, Life is strange. Be before the storm, because I don't, I don't see why they would make that game, honestly. And what before the storm is, is you play as a different character, but uh, you play as the like secondary character in Life is Strange. So there's a there's a character called Chloe. That is your best friend in life is strange, and you play as her, um, before the events of the the life is strange. So, I don't really care about playing before the storm, though they are coming out with uh, Life is Strange two, which the developers have said that they that the story between Max and Chloe is done, so they're not going to be making an appearance in the next game, which I think is good. Because the way that it ended was very set in stone. Either either ending that you get was very set in stone. So, anyway, let's move on to some stories. Do you want to talk about some stories, Aroa? Okay. Are you eating pizza, Aroa? Mm hmm. Okay. So, let's talk about YouTube. Yeah. Uh, we're not making any money on YouTube anymore. That's, that's it. Okay. Next story. No. Um, YouTube has decided, and I'm sure anyone who's listening to this already knows, but YouTube has decided to change their requirements for monetization. Now, going through a little bit of history before we talk about the monetization that they're currently going to be setting up next month. And the when YouTube first started, YouTube was actually a dating site. Did you know that? What? Yeah, YouTube was a dating site. The idea was... That you would upload videos, kind of like those old, like dating commercial videos, and then people would watch the videos and then message you.
1: But oh, it was like it was like those VHS tape dating services.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And obviously, it, it ballooned into what it is now. They they didn't get anybody on the dating site portion, and they changed it to uploading content. So. They then started like a YouTube partner program where there were certain people who, if you had so many likes and subscribers or whatnot, you could apply and they would make you monetize to get, you know, ads and all that. And so you could get ad revenue. Then a few years later in 2013, they opened monetization to everyone. So anyone with a YouTube account could start making money. If they got views on their video, they got money. And that was cool. All you had to do was have an AdSense account at that point. Uh, Last year, they changed the requirements from anyone can get it to if you have a lifetime view of views of 10,000 views, then you could start being monetized, which I think is a pretty good threshold. Maybe a little too low, honestly. I think that it should be a little bit higher, maybe 50,000 views because, and and I, and that this is coming from somebody with only 63,000 views lifetime. So even I'm saying that that requirement maybe should be higher because it's not like, it's not strict enough, but now the one that they're doing is way too strict. the one they're moving into is, you have to have a thousand subscribers and four thousand hours of watch time in the past year. So, I am—I'm uh, presuming you know my stance on this is that I am against this for a few reasons. But there are some things. It's funny. I have to read through their blog in a bit. But but tell me, are you for or against this monetization policy?
1: Uh, I think this is a bunch of fucking dookie horse shit.
0: Exactly, exactly horseshit. This is a YouTube is a shithole. I think is um, some people in the government would say. So let's let's talk about this. I think that a thousand subscribers is a decent metric. Honestly, if they said you have to have a thousand subscribers to be monetized. I would be, honestly, I'd be totally for it because that's a good threshold. A thousand subscribers isn't that much. Even though I don't have a thousand subscribers, I could say, okay, that's an attainable goal. Do, do you agree with me or disagree?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's, that's probably fair.
0: Yeah. The problem I have is the 4,000 hours of watch time in the last year because this does a couple things. Firstly, it uh, it says, okay, you need to not only have a 1,000 subscribers, but you also have, to have have to have X amount of watch time, which can be hard to obtain. Because a lot of times, viewers will only watch, uh, like, as you probably have seen with your analytics and my analytics, I only get about two to three minutes of average watch time per click on my video. Yeah. With, and so you would really need to focus on long form content so they're cutting out people who sh- post short 5 to 10 minute videos because well, they need more
1: what either it's either people who post short videos or people who don't post enough videos
0: exactly and yeah it's it's this is a problem if the four thousand hours of watch time I've had the best year in YouTube that I've ever had this last year, in twenty seventeen. And I looked at my stats and I've had I have oh just like I have a thousand thirty five hours of watch time. And that's with fifty or so thousand views in the last year. Because I've had a couple videos that have gone bigger than I expected them to be. And so I've had about forty to 50,000 views on my YouTube channel. And I thought I was doing like every month, like the last few months, every month I've been like doubling in my profits, which I thought was pretty good. And yeah. now I'm told I can't monetize because I'm not making enough long form content or people aren't staying around. They're looking – at one of my tutorial videos, and then saying, okay, great. And they only see it for a couple minutes before they click off and go fix their problem. So I think that if it was just a, a thousand subscribers, it'd be fine. I would totally understand. I would then work on getting a thousand subscribers. But 4,000 hours of watch time is really hard to get.
1: <laughs> like, it, it basically, if with the, with the threshold being 1,000 subs, but then also four thousand hours of watch time. You're looking at each each subscriber. One has to watch all your videos, which we know that doesn't happen anyway. No, they uh, like- even even on big time YouTubers they get like not even a quarter of their subs usually. It's like we'll ten
0: percent. Like fr- yeah,
1: yeah, we will watch their, each of their of uh, their videos. But each one of those subscribers needs to watch you for four hours, and. With a lot of channels like the ones that put you know effort into their videos, it's not not necessarily feasible,
0: right? Exactly. Like,
1: like look at even people like Jontron, which you know, whatever you want to think about him, whatever. Uh, but Jontron, fucking has has a decent amount of effort into most of his videos, but he also only puts out a video maybe once a month.
0: and that's that's that no (laughs) not even
1: well recently yeah not even that more like once every couple of months and it's maybe it depends sometimes it's like 20 minutes long sometimes it's like closer to
0: 10 minutes long you know what really pisses me off hmm? spoonie (laughs) i was thinking about this so spoony hasn't uploaded a video since November 9th of 2016 okay Wow really? yeah uh, he, he uploaded he does live stream sometimes but and he did a uh, he did a vlog with his girlfriend uh, for the last Jedi. that was the last vi- the last video he posted was like in December. But that was just a vlog video. The last time he actually posted anything related to his content was November 9th of 2016.
1: Oh, anything with actual effort?
0: Yeah. So, the the reason why that pisses me off is because he's going to be monetized. He hasn't posted in over a year. He has put no effort into anything that he's done. And yet, he's going to be monetized where we do a weekly podcast... You and I both do semi-regular YouTube videos, and yet we're not going to be monetized. That is some bullshit.
1: This is YouTube Mm -hmm. really coming down and saying, we don't care.
0: We don't care. We don't care about you.
1: So, we care about the people that make us money
0: yeah and so let's read through some of this which there is a link below in the comment section if you guys want to click and read this for yourself um, it's it's pretty funny and I'm gonna translate because uh it's 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 wrong like they they've had some typos in here so said 2017 marked a tough year for many of you with several issues affecting our community and the revenue earned from advertising through the YouTube partner program. Despite those issues, more creators are for uh than ever are earning a living on YouTube with number of channels making over six figures, uh, 40% year over year. In 2018, a major focus for everyone at YouTube is protecting our creator ecosystem and ensuring your revenue is more stable. And actually, right there, there's one of the t- uh, typos. It's it's actually uh, it said it's supposed to say a major focus. For everyone at YouTube is protecting our advertisers and ensuring our revenue is more stable. Uh, so, Yep, yep. Yeah. You and, really uh, think that they'd proofread that before yeah, they post it? Yeah, really. Um, as Susan mentioned in December, we're making changes to address the issues that affected our community in 2017 so we can prevent bad actors from harming the, uh, the inspiring and original creators around the world uh, who make their living on YouTube. And really, this sentence should be a lot shorter. It says, uh, Logan Paul fucked up and pissed off our advertisers. Now. Yeah.
1: Now. Hold on. <laughs> what? I... Now, don't explicitly
0: blame Logan Paul for this. It's Logan Paul. It is not Logan Paul. I guarantee you it's it's not Logan Paul. at least partially Logan Paul, because I don't think it has
1: anything to do with Logan Paul.
0: Actually, I do think... think
1: I think this has been a long time coming. Like, as as multiple other people have said, this has been a thing that's been going on since, like, like six months ago.
0: So, so...
1: YouTube YouTube has been looking for another excuse to cut out little people who are more or less not really making YouTube any money. If anything, they are costing YouTube money because they don't sell any views. They don't actually like they they make such a small amount of money. It probably costs YouTube more to keep their channels in the partnership program than it would to just cut them out.
0: That's possible. But but. Can you at least admit that this partially has to do with Logan Paul because every time something like this happens where a big, giant, 5 million subscriber channel has one of these controversial videos like PewDiePie or Logan Paul, advertisers look at this and say, no, and they start backing out. And so YouTube has to make a drastic change to fix, I think, to make the I advertisers that, come back.
1: I think in this case it was a complete coincidence. I think that that YouTube's uh, statement about Logan Paul, along with giving him a community strike, which oh no,
0: oh, no.
1: I, oh, I think that's no. all that happened with the Logan Paul thing. That's stupid. Um, I it, what what is going on here is YouTube is cutting the fat. They want to focus only on their big money makers and anybody else who can manage to become a money maker without YouTube's help, then whatever. But they don't want to have to support these little people anymore because YouTube already isn't profitable anyway. They they have to do something. Uh, I think that's that's what they're doing instead of trying to incentivize being a small channel and 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 trying to grow an audience they're instead just incentivizing going away
0: yeah and and uh, but we'll we'll read through some more of this but i noticed and also hmm. the the next sentence the next
1: sentence points out what a lot of this is actually about which is keeping their big boys happy yeah and it's, keeping it's, these little guys from taking ad revenue from the big boys by stealing their videos and reposting them.
0: Yeah. And I was and I was watching um uh, have you seen uh Rich from Review for Tech USA? I know of him. Yeah, so I watch him occasionally. And I saw him talk about um this YouTube partner program changing their their things and uh he said in the title of his video is something to the effect of YouTube is right to do this, and I'll explain why. And I watched his video, and uh, he was completely wrong. He was incredibly, incredibly old-sounding. He said, okay, his point was that from 2008 to 2013, or something like that, or 2010 to 2013, he wasn't making any money on YouTube. It wasn't until a few months before they allowed everyone to make money, that he was allowed to be a YouTube partner. And so he was doing YouTube for free uh, while working another job. And that, you know, YouTube, it's hard to make money online, and it's hard to, to, to be in this type of business and try to make a living. And the whole video felt to me like that picture of Abe Simpson where he's old man yells at cloud. Because, so you know, you know, it's funny, huh? Did you see me respond to Boogie, who said no. the same fucking thing? No, I didn't see your response. What did, What did you say?
1: I I I said that. So basically, what you're getting at is
0: that that it used to be hard. It needs to keep being hard. So, you know, I was actually thinking when watching his video, I was thinking of Final Fantasy Eleven. Hear me out. I make jokes because when I started playing Final Fantasy Eleven there was an area called Balcrum Dunes. And what this area was was it was an area between level that you started at between level ten to twelve and you would get a group of people and that's where you would have a party. And if you went out there and you ended up dying to a goblin, there was no choice but you to go back to your home point. And spend about half an hour trudging your way back to Valcrum Dunes. And when, and, I, and when they did an update once, they added home points to uh, Selbina and Mahara. Which Selbina was right outside Valcrum Dunes. So you could set your home point there. And then if you died, you would be able to spawn right back there and get there within 2-3 to three minutes. And all of the veteran players, including myself, were calling bullshit on this and making fun of it, saying, oh, you noobs, you, need, you have it too easy. Um, but in reality, if I think objectively on it and I'm not just joking around, that was a good thing. It was a good thing to allow people to be able to get there and get back to what they were doing quickly. So, what I'm saying is that Rich and Boogie are like those veteran Final Fantasy XI players who just exactly. don't like change. They're there. They're going, they're,
1: they're, they're, they're going, I had to work really hard without getting any money for a really long time. Why should you be able to just start making even a small amount of money without having to work for seven years
0: without pay first? Which, it's funny, because I've had a YouTube channel for quite a while, and I haven't made any money, really. I've had
1: a YouTube channel for 11 years.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we still, like, neither of us (laughs) are bringing home... I We nothing! We are, (laughs) yeah, we are losers. I got you a subscriber the other day. (laughs) You're welcome. I got you a subscriber at work. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was, the guy was looking like he was looking at pictures and uh something about ding and rompa came up and i was like oh my uh my friend played through that game and he's like oh what's his youtube channel i'll uh, subscribe subscribe to it so he went to it and subscribed so you're welcome
1: well isn't that nice
0: yeah so you're on your way you just need a <laughs> few hundred more subscribers need about
1: 800 more that's all
0: Eight hundred more subscribers and probably five thousand more hours of watch time. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm at negative one thousand hours <laughs> right now, so
0: um, got a ways to go. Let's read back uh, back to this. It said uh, back in April of 2017, we said a uh, eligibility requirement of ten thousand lifetime views. While that threshold provided threshold. Provided more information to determine whether a channel followed our community guidelines and policies it's been clear that over the last months we need a higher standard, so their standard is what we've we've covered the four thousand hours of watch time and one thousand subscribers. We arrived at these new thresholds after thorough analysis and conversations with creators like you uh yes yeah. creators like you. Yeah. Sure. Cre- creators like Rich from Re- Review Tech USA and Boogie. Um, yes, Possibly. They will allow us to significantly improve our ability to identify creators who contribute posit- positively to the community and help drive more ad revenue to them and away from bad actors and poor people. We don't want those poor people to have money. Um, <laughs> these higher standards will also help us prevent potentially inappropriate videos from monetizing, which can hurt. Revenue for everyone. (laughs) Right there. Write that sentence. (laughs) Help us prevent potentially inappropriate videos from monetizing, which can drive away our advertisers.
1: Yes. And so, so, here's where the comment that I actually left on here comes from. Okay. Which is their own lack of capability to monitor their fucking service. Is really why this is happening? Yeah, it's that they can't, they can't possibly just like I don't know, like get people to to report these things or like manually review these videos. They can't.
0: And then they try that with the YouTube heroes. Yeah, they tried the
1: YouTube heroes thing, but everyone got really fucking upset about that. And also, it's fucking stupid (laughs) to to basically have a bunch of unpaid volunteers do all your work for you. But like which is funny because that's kind of what they want little creators to do now. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what this comes down to. It's just that the, the, the biggest factor other than the so-called impersonators and, and the channels that are just re uploading big channels, videos, it's, it's them. And it's these smaller channels that are doing like, why Why uh, Obama is actually the reincarnation of Hitler and he's trying to get Trump impeached so that he can repeal the whatever amendment so was that he can have 24th? a third term.
0: I think it's the fourth Amendment. And the reason that amendment was put in was because FDR kept getting voted in. Yeah. Because they, they were like, oh my God, we have a candidate who everyone actually loves. Uh, we Republicans need to get rid of that um, yeah. Anyway, go on.
1: But yeah, that's that's what this comes down to is is fucking we we gotta we gotta keep these lunatics from getting ad revenue because we can't possibly explain to our fucking advertisers that hey, this is how YouTube advertising works. It just fucking goes wherever.
0: It oh, doesn't. No. Uh, I'm sorry. The the, it 24th Amendment. Let's see. let's see uh prohibits both congress and the states from conducting the right to vote from federal elections on payment or a poll tax so i was wrong so it's basically you can't be taxed or or have to pay to vote they can't they can't stop you from voting basically anyway go on what are you looking Uh. up Uh,
1: it's the 22nd Amendment.
0: Oh, okay. So I was only two off. That's not too bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the President of the United States. I don't need to know the Constitution. You don't need to know it anyway. That's true. Um, so let's, let's go on. There's more to this, which is stupid. So, February 20th, we'll also implement this, we'll implement the threshold on existing channels on the platform to allow for a 30-day grace period. On that date, channels with fewer than 1,000 subs or 4,000 hours of watch time will no longer be able to earn money on YouTube. When they reach that threshold, they will automatically be re-evaluated under strict criteria to ensure they comply with our policies. New channels. Hey, why need... don't they
1: fucking re-evaluate the ones that are already
0: approved? That's that's why, what, why don't they do that? That's what I was getting get to was um they're going to evaluate it uh they'll be re- so we'll have to apply so new channels will need to apply and their application will be evaluated when they hit these milestones so what we're getting at is that if right now we were at 4000 hours of watch time and 1000 subscribers we would then be automatically monetized however yeah. if we have 999 subscribers and or followers Uh, after February 20th, we hit 1,000, we could then apply and we'd have to be manually reviewed to become a YouTube partner so Logan Paul is going to still be monetized and they're not going to look at his stuff, they're just going to automatically monetize him whereas new people will then need to be manually reviewed which I think they should manually review everyone that is above that threshold right now and say, oh, you have offensive content, Alex Jones. We're not going to monetize you.
1: Or maybe all the fucking, like, Peppa Pig Suicide Mouse videos. Like, maybe all those channels that just pump out a video every hour that is just full of copyright infringement. Maybe review all those that are on YouTube
0: Kids. You fucking pieces of shit. And then I love this next paragraph. Um, it says, though these changes will affect a significant number of channels, 99% of those affected were making less than $100 per year, with 90% earning less than $2.50 in the last month. Many. So of those- if that's the case, <laughs> how is this affecting
1: monitor advertising revenue in any substantial way?
0: It's not. It, it's really not. Like,
1: how, how is this taking money
0: from big time creators if 99% of these channels aren't even making $100 a year? You know how much money I was making? And we're not allowed to talk about how much money we make, by the way. It's a YouTube guideline that you actually can't address on air how much money you make from YouTube. But I'm losing my money anyway, so fuck it. Um, $5. You're not losing it. I, I made $5. Well, I mean, I'm losing my my ad revenue for the uh, after this month. Um, so I made five dollars this month, which is up. That's up. I used to be making two dollars a month. Now I'm making five dollars a month. I'm substantially growing. Um, I,
1: I've made fifty five dollars in a month. The whole time.
0: Oh, just all in all, all in all, you made fifty five dollars. Yep. yep. I think I've made about that. I think I've made about $50. Uh I know parallax abstraction actually makes some good money occasionally. Um he he was he stated before that he on that Retrobit review that he got like 60,000 views in like 2 days. He said that uh that one actually paid him uh equivalent to a day salary. Which was pretty good. Wow. Yeah. So, that's not too bad, right? Um, after thoughtful consideration, we believe these are necessary compromises to protect our community. Advertisers. Money. Mean advertisers and money. Uh, protect our, our
1: money, our yes. wallet.
0: Of course, size alone is not enough to determine whether our channel is suitable for monetization. We'll continue to use signals like community strikes, spam, and other abuse flags to ensure we're protecting our creator community from bad actors. As we continue to protect our platform from abuse, we want to remind all All of you to follow YouTube's community guidelines, monetization basics, uh, policies, terms of service, and Google AdSense program policies, as violating any of these may lead to removal from the YouTube partner program unless you have five million followers and you show a dead body, in which case we don't really care. Yep. Um, Blah, blah, blah. It keeps going on. More bullshit. Basically, we're screwed. Anybody under X amount is screwed. I was. If you read through these comments on that link I posted, a lot of people, and and I think it's a good thing that people are coming together and being like, "Hey, sub for sub." Okay, you, I think
1: it's stupid,
0: but I I mean, I I mean, okay, let's say I was at nine hundred and ninety follower or subscribers and over the four thousand hour threshold, I'd be like, okay, you know what? I could use the subs. I will. I will do a sub for sub thing. So I can get above that threshold and and start and make money on YouTube. The problem is it won't help. Most of these nope. people that I'm looking at, like they're really small channels or they're they're, you know, five hundred or less and they're and also the, the views, the, the hourly views is is the main problem.
1: Yeah, like they're they're gonna get all the subs in the world, but nobody's gonna watch them. Which is actually probably going to reduce their likelihood yeah. of, of getting anywhere.
0: So I was like, I I can't do it. I, I was thinking about it, and if it was just a thousand subs, I would totally do it. But uh unfortunately no, that's not gonna happen and I am I'm sad because I'm making less money now. Slightly less money. I mean obviously I wasn't living off YouTube money, but it was Definitely something that I looked forward to, uh, even even though it was a pitiful amount, I still was like, because I, I go through a partner program that that pays me every month, and so I was looking forward to that when I would get uh, email saying, "Hey, they paid you this much money," which was twice as much money as I made the month before. That was really encouraging for me to keep making videos. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So yeah,
1: see see and I, I, I find it really interesting that um meanwhile Twitch uh, re- uh like not too recently now it was it's been a while now but introduced a uh, a two tier monetization program the affiliates yeah. Uh, yeah, where they introduced the affiliate program where you can still make money off of Twitch while having an altogether not very big following uh, because that's how you get people to like your platform is you incentivize them to use it.
0: You know, another good thing about Twitch, which I'm pretty much, I want to switch to Mixer, but um, I can't get any views. (laughs) (laughs) But the good thing about Twitch, though, as well as if you become an affiliate, you have the option to get a sub button. Yep. And what a sub button on Twitch is, is there's a follow button where you just follow the person, and a sub button where you uh can pay that person like five, ten, fifteen dollars a month. Um, affiliates only get the five dollar option. Affiliates only get the five dollar option. But you uh if you have Amazon Prime, you get a free five dollar sub button. So you can sub to somebody for free if you're on Amazon Prime.
1: Yeah so. and uh affiliates affiliates get 50% of all their subscriber income. Yeah. So it, you get 250 for each subscriber and uh as you as you grow on Twitch, you can actually get a bigger cut. I think it tops out at like either 70/30 or 80/20. Yeah. Um yeah. but it's it's pretty fucking great.
0: And you can play ads if you're in the affiliate program, I think. No. No, you can't. Not yet. Not okay.
1: yet. They they are planning on doing that eventually, but right now direct income is the only way to make money through the affiliate program. Are you an however, affiliate? However, it not yet. Um, however, I'm friends with several people who are affiliates. Yeah. Uh and I mean, it's not even that hard because like the the minimum requirements are basically streaming regularly because it's something like 3 times like a week for
0: like an hour something yeah not,
1: not even that it's uh it's all based on like the last 30 days so it's it's mm. something like eight eight hours of streaming over the last 30 days and i think uh like five or something uh individual times streaming so they basically want you to do it once or twice a week and then however long as long as it's up to total totals up to like eight hours and yeah. then you ha- the only the only thing i don't meet is getting three viewers on average, <laughs>
0: yeah, which is sad, yeah, uh, but it's the
1: it it still is the same kind of thing as fucking YouTube, you know, because like the the thing about views on YouTube is that yeah, I can say I've got like ten views on this video, but in reality, the watch time is like three minutes, yeah, so no one's
0: actually watching
1: any of it anyway,
0: yeah, and i and and I have like my most popular video is seven minutes long and it has 23,000 views, something like that, which I did get, I did get a funny, um, I, I get a, I got a few of these comments where people will come in and be like, Oh, you made a seven minute video to, uh, to explain a problem that could be explained in two minutes. Do you feel ashamed of yourself? And I was just like, no, not even a little like, why and then another person came on to that video saw that comment and was like hey fuck you dude this was a good video (laughs) i was like oh thanks man that's nice so that was my first ever uh uh comment fight in my comment section that was nice it was nice to see anyway uh youtube's fucking over little channels all the little like not even just a few of the little channels like everyone uh and I honestly could see another competing platform pop up because of this. Do, do you think? I fucking hope so. Like there was Vidme, but unfortunately Which it
1: really, really sucks that Vidme died when it did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause man, if
1: they had stuck around just this long.
0: I think Yeah, that's sad, but I can understand why because and as they said in their goodbye letter, uh, we po and they weren't able to make money because Vidme wanted it to be less algorithm based like YouTube. It has just so many algorithms running in the behind the scenes and they didn't want you to have that. They didn't want to track every every one of the videos you watched and everything. And advertisers didn't like that, so it was hard to get people to advertise on VidMe, which meant they weren't making a profit.
1: I th- I think it's going to, it's going to come down to probably either, well, so Twitch is obviously going to take a lot of the gaming audience. Uh, I, yeah. I genuinely like, it, yeah, maybe Mixer will take some of them, but. Twitch, especially since they oh so conveniently, wow, what a coincidence rolled out their whole video management platform uh on the same basically I think it was the same day or or maybe a few days after the the YouTube made this announcement um the, the, because that happened and, and like all the all the fucking gaming people that make videos now are just gonna be able to move all their videos over to twitch and there you go there there's a bunch of content over there but as far as somewhere for all the non-gaming people to go ah
0: there's irl uh what 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 are the other ones there's like uh daily motion or something like that uh yeah yeah like Vimeo, Vim- but yeah. Vimeo is like Vimeo's trying to cater
1: itself to like professionals and shit, which is really weird. yeah, so but yeah, I don't know I, twitch Twitch is gonna take a lot of a lot of those people
0: I, but I, I, think I,
1: so. I think I think that there's a potential for a direct revenue platform, one that that kind of plays off of the whole patreon trend. Uh,
0: yeah, and that's and that's another thing about this is even if you have less than the required things to get monetized on YouTube, there's always the chance that you could have a, a, a Patreon going on that will pay you as much or more than what you're getting out of YouTube, because mm-hmm. I mean, as I said, I only make five dollars a month. If I started a Patreon and I had one or two viewers that were like, hey, I'm going to pay you $5 a month, I'd already be making more than I make on YouTube. So, yeah. And it's, and a
1: lot of channels, like that's their lifeblood, especially with the recent adpocalypse debacle going on. The multiple channels that I follow have been like, yeah, so if you aren't donating to my Patreon and you'd like to, that would be. It'd be great because I'm not making a lot of money off YouTube right now.
0: I was uh, and- I was watching um, uh, what was I watching? Uh, Secular Talk, which is a, a news uh, online news thing, kind of like uh, the Young Turks, only less shitty. So Secular Talk, the guy was hit by this AdPocalypse thing because you know you would put Syria in the title and it would demonetize the video just immediately. Yep. And so, he's just like, oh, man, I did not want to have to go to begging for money, but I made $2 on this video that had X many views. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, and what, so, you,
1: what else are you supposed to do?
0: Exactly. And so, he's like, I have, he's like, I didn't want to, I like his Patreon. I actually thought about supporting it. Um, his Patreon was, okay, so, uh, I have three tiers. Uh the three tiers are $1, $2, and $7 a month. And you don't get jack shit for any of it. <laughs> <laughs> and he he's making uh let's see how much money he's making off that cuz his Patreon is actually doing pretty good. Uh secular talk Kyle Kalinski. He is making $15,000 a month.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at fucking uh, Jim Sterling, one of my favorite YouTubers. Yeah, almost all of his money is made on Patreon. He makes thirteen thousand nine hundred twenty-four dollars a month. There are no tears.
0: Exactly, and that's what I like. That that's part of the reason why I thought about supporting him was because I hate the people who hold their videos hostage. Yes. And so I, I supported for a while. Uh, MMO Grinder. I supported, um, I supported a, a couple smaller YouTubers. Um, but with with MMO Grinder, he put in his Patreon video, like, hey, guys, I'm starting up a Patreon. Um, I'm having these different tiers. You know, some of them are like, hey, you can uh, look over the script Like for the new video, you can uh, make comments and and suggestions and this, or you can be part of like the team because he plays different MMOs all the time. And so you could be part of the guild, like he would start a guild in that game and then you could join that guild and play. But one of the things he said was, uh, I'm not going to put a delay on my videos because I'm not going to hold my videos hostage. I'm not going to make you have to pay to view my videos, which I thought was cool and that's part of why I supported him. Because I think it's stupid to say, "Oh, well, I posted this video and if you want to see it a week early, you can subs- you can give me $25 a month on Patreon." Which is just stupid. Anyway. Um yeah, we should move on because we've been talking about this for um uh, an hour. An hour. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay, let's move on really quick. Uh, let's quickly cover these stories. Ajit Pai, uh, notable shill and douchebag, uh, leader of the FCC. I think I think that's the three titles he has: shill, douchebag, and then the last at the head of the FCC. So, uh, he's providing. He's making a proposal that will provide 500 million dollars in additional funding for rural broadband. I can't say that word. Um I don't like this. And 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 I'll tell you why. It sounds great, but you know what it's going to do, right? Um it's going to add cell phone towers over there? No, no, no. We're actually going to talk oh. about that in a minute. What it's going to do is it's going to do the same thing they always talk about being like, oh, we want to have a $1 trillion infrastructure uh, bill passed so that we can build up our infrastructure. And then they will, what they'll do is they'll give tax breaks to private corporations who will then build that. And then we have to pay them back, even though we gave them tax breaks already. Yeah. So I don't like it. It's stupid. Um, it sounds great on paper, um, but it's the same thing like when when a road is made by a, a private entity, and we give them a tax break, we already give them a tax break. it's already costing them far less money than it should to build this road. and then they turn it into a polling road where you are ha- a tolling road, where you have to then pay to get on the road and drive the road and then it's almost like capitalism is a fucking mess it is it really really is so and then once they're paid off with uh the private companies once they're paid off from the the investment they sent on that road they then will stop tolling that road right no oh okay I, i'm sorry i thought this was a place that actually made sense no you have no. to keep paying to fucking drive on that road No matter and so they just keep making money off of you. So that's what this is gonna do is that the they're gonna give this money to private companies. Those private companies will then build, and then they will bill you to make up the lost money that they said that that they didn't actually lose. So I am against this. What about you, Aroa? Um,
1: I mean they can give these companies all the money they want. But it's not gonna not gonna change anything. We no. already know that.
0: Yeah, we know. Uh, uh, private companies suck dick. Uh, there's yeah. another one. There's another one. The FCC that we're gonna talk about is. We actually spoke about this a while back. Which this is actually a good thing. Is that before we were saying that in February they were gonna do a vote on? And I want to say it was February 20th, but I might have been wrong. Uh, they were gonna do a vote to say that mobile internet could classify as broadband internet and that the limitations the re- requirements would be lowered for mobile internet so it, to be to be considered broadband internet for mobile it would have been 10 by one 10 megs down by one up which is wholly inefficient and the FCC has actually came out and said that it is a poor replacement uh, for actual broadband internet. So, no. I, oh, no. no. I want to I want to say I think they listened to the and Entertainment podcast and <laughs> cuz we were talking about it and uh we were against it and then they changed it, right? And so we had influence over this. Just like how um somebody posted something and I don't know if it was right. I didn't verify the dates. But they posted that the last time we had a government shutdown was the day a Kirby game released. And then this (laughs) government shutdown was the day a Kirby game released.
1: Yeah, obviously Kirby (laughs) destroys world governments.
0: It's true. We need to send Kirby to North Korea. And then he can eat all of the North Koreans. I think that's how it would go uh
1: maybe that's not a good idea
0: (laughs) but then he would steal their powers i don't know what powers north koreans have starving to death (laughs) i was gonna say (laughs) playing playing the accordion What? so you don't you don't know about that no uh north koreans love the accordion oh and like in order to be a teacher in north korea you have to learn how to play the accordion (laughs) yeah it's i guess kim jong-un or whatever has like a hard on for uh for accordions so they are really into accordions over in north korea that that
1: is amazing god (laughs) i really wish that country wasn't a horrible wasteland of death and misery and famine
0: i feel really bad for north korea so like, like, like the people in North Korea. So, yeah. Um, I, I, uh, let's let's not talk about that because that because is... any if that was if that was
1: happening in like any other country, it'd just be like, ah, oh, that's so silly. But I mean, with North Korea, it's just like God. can they do anything right? <laughs> Fucking <accordion. laughs> Like seriously. How about you have your teachers like mandatory eat food? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, well, I don't want to get into the whole politics of it. Uh, but oh, so, you know, so like politics? I don't. like I mean, you know, I don't mind it, but uh, I'm trying to avoid it today, except for you know, bashing on the FCC. But that's not political because we didn't actually vote them into office. Wait. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let's move on. Uh, Let's talk about weed. Do you like weed, Aroa? I don't know. Oh, you've never tried it? No. Uh, Come to Oregon. We can go to the store. All right. So so anyway, in Oregon, uh, recreational weed is legal. And in seven other states, it is legal as well. So what is it? Nevada, Washington, Colorado, California... Oregon, and there's two more? Is that it? I don't remember. Fuck I where. don't know, man. Yeah. But it's actually a huge industry. And it's bringing in literally millions of dollars.
1: Man, what a fucking surprise. That thing that everyone said to do for a long fucking time turned out to be a good idea.
0: Yeah. But the problem is, it's bringing in those millions of dollars. And it's bringing in millions of dollars of tax money. Because people are having to pay tax on buying weed, just like you do with cigarettes or alcohol or gas. But the problem is, they can't use banks. Because they're not, it's not federally legal, so they can't use banks. So all the money has to be stored on site.
1: Because the fucking like, they can't be FDIC insured because that's a federal thing.
0: Exactly. So... A lot of... So, there's actually an app that was released that allows them to, like, go about a different way to actually get their money into bank accounts. It's weird. But uh, this the story that I'm uh, wanting to read is actually uh, marijuana-friendly states are asking Congress to make banking legal for the weed industry. It's not going to you know, happen. It would be,
1: it'd be really fucked up, but you could potentially, like, just make a make, like, a holding company... And so you transfer. want to launder
0: money? That's what you're wanting to launder money,
1: more or less. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, big companies get away with it all the time. Why can't the weed shops? That's true. You just you just send all of your money. You depo- You give it in cash to a company that you know exists that has nothing to do with the weed industry. You just happen to own both companies, and. Then you deposit all the money into that other company's bank account, and that's
0: that's it. A row of the is. money launderer. That's it's, <laughs> it, look, all uh, it's legal. It is, it is. <laughs> so it says recreation, recreational marijuana might be having its moment, but that doesn't mean all the kinks are worked out because the laws that are clearly classified as illicit substance on the federal level, the banking industry is yet to warm up to the burgeoning uh, weed business for fear of criminal liability, which makes sense. I mean, obviously the banks don't want to get in trouble, even though they never get in trouble whenever they destroy the U.S. economy, whatever. Um, so it says there's a new letter that was released to Congress. It says the gray market makes it more difficult to track revenues for taxation purposes, uh, contributes to a public safety threat as cash in- Intensive business are often targeted for criminal activity and prevents proper tracking of large swaths of finances across the nation. For some reason, this this boldened font is making it hard to read. Uh, to address these challenges, we are representing, le- we are requesting legislation that would provide a safe harbor for depository institutions that provide a financial product or service to a covered business in a state that has implemented laws and regulating that ensure accountability in the marijuana industry, such as the Safe Banking Act um or similar legislation this will bring billions of dollars into the banking sector and give law enforcement the ability to monitor these transactions and i completely agree that they should be able to use banks um it's stupid it is stupid it's legal in the state that you're in to smoke weed we should then be able to to actually put that into banks so that way you don't have a big just a big thing of cash with a money symbol uh, on it. Curious, do, I guess, do, do credit unions fall into that? I want to say they do have to be F- FDIC insured. I would think so. I would I would think so. Um, I would imagine there might be other ways to go about this. I thought I read a comment that was saying that there was a... a another thing that was basically like you were saying it was a holding company and then it would be put into a banking account and i'm sure they made a little bit of money off of it so i think this is stupid to not allow them to use banks so even if you are for or against it like come on allow them to put the money into banks allow us to tax the shit out of it and bring money into into our uh, economy Is Illinois going to make uh, weed legal soon? Um, they've been talking about it for a while now. Good. Are you going to smoke the weed?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm at least going to give it a shot. Like, why wouldn't I?
0: I've I've had weed before, but like, eh. And and it's funny those like commercials. Which, by the way, did you know? I found this out recently. You can lie in uh, political commercials. And not that's- just, yeah, you can lie, uh, so they've come out with commercials, like, against um, Planned Parenthood, and they've said, oh, you know, vote for me, because that person's for Planned Parenthood, and Planned Parenthood sells baby parts. Mm. And that's a lie, that's a, that's an out-and-out lie, because they've actually done studies, because people have claimed this, and so they've investigated it, and found that Planned Parenthood does not sell baby parts.
1: Yeah, I remember that whole uh, that um, whole thing.
0: And they did another political ad which was just a a lie because it's it, they went up like there was this kid looking at this candy shop, but it was actually a weed shop, but it was like made all colorful and, and so that the kids would come in and and buy the candy. And it's like that is that is just a, a political lie. And I was like <laughs> how how did they get away with this? And so what I found out was that they can lie there is no truth in politics so you can say whatever you want in a political ad oh so i want to run for congress and just make up the worst things i can about my about the person i'm running against i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be in my videos and be like man this guy he stabs babies in the throat i can't believe he does that
1: you can't do that and then i know you can't do that
0: (laughs) well i'm gonna do that and
1: that, that that would be slander
0: Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say the candidate. What I'm going to do is I'm going to say, you know, from what I understand, the Republicans have giant orgies all the time with little boys.
1: <laughs> you can say that. You can probably say that.
0: And then, and then at the very end, I'm going to have, uh, it's going to cut to my friend Ricky and he's going to be like, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to be the political ad. Um, but I, I don't think it's going to go over very well. I don't know why,
1: though. You know Ron that Harmon is a Republican.
0: <laughs> do you know what
1: Republicans do? They fuck little boys. All of them. All of them. <laughs> they, they gather them all into a big gymnasium, and they make the little boys strip their clothes off, and then they fuck
0: them. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. See, it would be a good Pope political. Nathan act. Spruce.
1: He's not a Republican. He doesn't <laughs> fuck little boys.
0: Not a Democrat. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be both. I'm gonna run independent. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> and actually, I did think about that. If I did run in Central Oregon, I would have to run as an independent because the so many people in Central Oregon and Eastern Oregon, which is what the second district of uh, Oregon is, because. There's only like five people that live in the entire Eastern Oregon. Um, the second District of Oregon is Oregon is super Republican. They're super right wing, so they will not vote for a Democrat because they're so against voting for Democrats that it's better to run as an independent because you actually have more of a chance of people switching to independent than you do switching to Democrat. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about some stuff that, uh, Apple, Apple stuff. Your favorite, my favorite, our favorite company, Apple. You still there, Roa? Yeah. Okay. So Apple, uh, when did we talk about that? About a month ago? Something like that? Where?
1: Uh, Yeah, something.
0: Where they're, they started throttling your phone for performance, at be, when your battery was getting close, like your battery maximum charge was going low, so they would throttle the performance, theoretically making it so that your battery has a smoother cycle. Blah blah blah. They wanted a somewhere. You phones. basically you wouldn't you
1: wouldn't notice that the battery was getting fucked,
0: but you would notice yeah. that your phone was slowing down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what they have done is they uh, they backtracked. They. Put in a, a thing where they, they previously would allow you to replace your battery for $79. They've lowered that to $29 throughout 2018 so that their customers would be happy. And the only reason they did that was because they were caught. And now they're putting a switch, an, an optional thing where they will not throttle performance based on battery charge. And that will be coming out in the next iOS update. Would you have an iPhone? Are you going to be f- uh, flipping that switch? No. Why not?
1: Because I don't want my phone to randomly turn off.
0: That's what they say will happen, but how do you know it's actually going to happen? Well,
1: I don't want to find out. Why not find out? Because why would I want my phone to randomly turn off?
0: It won't randomly I just want it to off. work. Yes, I want my phone to work too. That's why I have a Pixel. Um, I, oh yeah, yeah, my
1: Pixel worked great. Whenever it would just randomly turn off while I was driving down the road, I've never had that problem. Yeah, it's because you don't use it the same way I do. What do you use it for? I put my Pixel in the little uh, in a little tray okay. that's hooked into my. You know, you saw you saw how I did it, and yeah, if it was too hot outside, if the sun was right on it, it would just it just turn off. Well,
0: that's, that's different, though. My iPhone doesn't do that. I've had my, I, when I had an iPhone, it did that, too. It got too hot when it was in yeah, my car. Yeah, you know, you know what happens
1: when the iPhone gets too hot? It goes, hey, it's too hot, I'm going to turn off. If you don't take, stop, that big of a hot. And, and then it gives you a chance to, to cool it down before it just turns off.
0: Nope. Fucking never.
1: people didn't do that.
0: Well, I've never had that problem, and I do use it the same way that you do, because I got one of those things, and I put it in my car, and I listen to music.
1: You listen to music? Do you use it for GPS? I do use it for GPS. Because if I, if I had it, I would have, ha- granted, I'd have to be doing a lot of shit at the same time,
0: but it would always fucking happen. It would always happen after I was using it for an exter- extended period of time with a lot of stuff on there. It would always happen. Yeah. Yeah. It would. <laughs> that and just it pisses me off. And this specific circumstance Yes, si- the specific circumstance that I had happened over and over again. Sixty percent of the time it works one hundred percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, instead, my iPhone, I just see like it turns the backlight down like really low and yeah. the frame rate the frame rate of the of the navigation thing goes to like twenty frames per second. But hey, you know what? My phone doesn't turn off. It's it, I, I like that.
0: But but let's be fair. The only reason they're doing this is because they're worried that people are going to leave iPhone. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. No, this like, is th- this whole move is not like some kind of consumer friendly bullshit. This is them trying to save face and maybe try to get some of those lawsuits settled away.
0: Yeah, because. And I again, I've spoken to people who are on the Apple side of this, and they're like, "Oh, I think that this is good because they're they're just making it so the the bone the phone the phone battery dies smoother and blah blah blah." I'm like, "No, they're doing it because uh, maybe it's a little bit because of that, but again, it's also because they want to make money, and they're not making money if you're not buying their phone, so they yeah, want you to buy I- a new phone."
1: I'm not. I'm not going to pretend that this is entirely like Altruistic some kind reason. of yeah. All, uh, yeah. It's it, this is not. This is not them trying to like make the best experience possible. This is this whole thing was just them going. Hey, I mean, people just think that their phone's fucking up and they got to buy a new one, right? Fuck up, or or maybe we can you know make money off of the battery replacement sales or whatever. Like, they didn't give a shit. They should. And- they if they gave a shit, they would have they would have had this feature built in from the very start because obviously it's not taking them any time at all to build the feature out. Yeah, Since
0: they're exactly. gonna have it
1: done. They're gonna have it in the fucking the preview builds sometime next month. So yeah, sometime in February, and then in March it'll be part of iOS. I don't know, eleven point two or whatever.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm really excited about with the the government shutdown. Is uh, we don't have to pay federal taxes, right? With the government shut down, right? Sure about that? N- no, that's a lie. It's a lie. We have to pay taxes. <laughs> I was obviously lying. It's a political ad. Um, was there, there was uh some some politicians said that there was a state
1: government that shut down or something like that, and the uh somebody pushed a bill that made it so that uh they wouldn't get paid. Or something like that. It was, it was basically making it so that the Congress wouldn't get paid while wow. the government was shut down, and then they solved the government shutdown in like two days
0: <laughs> because Congress wasn't getting paid. Yeah, because that... they were like, "Whoa, whoa, I'm not getting paid." Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's I don't know. Affects me. Yeah, not just the military, which is yeah. Which is, I mean, let's say, let's uh, let's not get too political, but that's bullshit that the military isn't getting paid. I think that's a pretty, like, 100% of people agree that the military, like, the, the troops out there who are, like, on different bases or, or um, doing whatever they do should be getting paid for their work. I don't know. Because they're <laughs> doing the work. They should probably get paid for it. It's not like they're. It's not like they're shutting down and being like, "Woo, we're gonna go party in Iraq!" Like they're still out there doing their job. So yeah, and then
1: and then fucking Mitch McFuckface goes, "No,
0: no, don't pay the government." No, we need to blame. Fu- we need to blame the Democrats for this. Um, yeah, and they're gonna. They're going to. So let's talk about NVIDIA. Nvidia's had some uh, price increases lately. I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah, yeah, I have because
1: I've been trying to buy a fucking 1080, and they're all either sold out or they cost a thousand fucking dollars.
0: Yeah, and so let's let's talk about this. Right now, uh, the MSRP for my card, my graphics card, is three hundred eighty dollars. Ten seventy. The uh, the GTX 1070 is three hundred eighty dollars MSRP. In April of 2017, it was $420, not terrible, like a $40 markup. In November of 2017, it went up to $470, which was a $90 markup. As of right now, as of January 15th, 2018, it was $890, uh, over double what it the MSRP is uh the g t x ten eighty it has a mark or it has a value of five hundred dollars in April it was five hundred sixty dollars November it was five hundred ninety dollars and on the fifteenth of january twenty eighteen it is now nine hundred and forty dollars on average Are you still there roa yep yeah. um so yeah yeah you've been looking to get a ten eighty yeah i've been trying to but
1: you know you go on fucking Newegg and it's either everything is sold out or you, you fucking have to pay $900, 1000 1200 fucking dollars for a $500 graphics card. Now, why is this? Do you know? It's because of fucking Bitcoin stupid pieces of shit. It's all the fucking cryptocurrency motherfuckers thinking, I'm going to buy a NVIDIA card and I'm going to mine bitcoins and make a billion dollars.
0: Which won't happen. Let's be fair. No,
1: it won't happen. It wouldn't have happened a year ago. It wouldn't have happened two years ago. You know why? Because you haven't been able to fucking mine bitcoin reliably since like three months after fucking bitcoin became mainstream. Yeah. You, you, You can't. You can't fucking do it. Let alone... Like, with a, with a fucking AMD card, which is actually good for this kind of purpose, because that's the other thing, is all these fucktards are buying NVIDIA cards whenever they fucking suck cock at mining cryptocurrency. They're terrible. They're fucking garbage for this purpose. NVIDIA sucks dick at OpenCL. You, you can't, they can't fucking do OpenCL shit, and every fucking mining tool is written for OpenCL the like all of them the, yeah, some of them have been some of them removed to where they can utilize cuda but it's still nothing compared to the the fucking price per performance ratio that you get out of an amd card so buy all those pieces of shit you fucking assholes let me fucking play video games
0: Do do, do you need a back
1: rub or to, to so fucking annoyed with this shit because all these fucking stock market blowjob motherfuckers buying all these fucking graphics cards so they they can make a quick buck without understanding
0: even a fraction of what the fuck they're even doing so i'm just wondering should we rate this uh podcast uh pg i I would rate it g (laughs) g general audiences generally good generally good yes gg (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um yes so the the bitcoin miners and ethereum miners but mainly bitcoin bitcoin
1: uh, ethereum litecoin uh is it puddle i think is is another one yeah uh fucking all those motherfuckers which i mined ethereum i mined ethereum for a good
0: couple of weeks and you know what it fucking sucked cause i have a fucking nvidia card bruh should got AMD and the AMD cards are actually cheaper. Yes, they're cheaper and they're way, way fucking more efficient for this
1: purpose. I have an old ass in AMD card sitting in a drawer. The only reason that I didn't use it is because the way that Ethereum works, you have to load like pretty much the entire fucking blockchain into memory whenever you're doing mining, and it only has a gig of VRAM. So I, so I literally can't do it. On that card but if i could that card can fucking process shit like three times faster than my 780 and that thing is like a is like a 7770 or some shit like it's old as hell
0: yeah um i i don't know man i i've never mined anything i looked at it and was like nah i've looked at what it takes to uh to mine also if you notice that the the New Eggs is selling six GTX 1080 Founders Editions cards for $6,699.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Why? Why are you selling a bundle of six of these cards? Why are you doing this, New Egg?
0: Why are you being fucking cocks? The only Why? Thing, The only thing I can think of is that you can you can string together six yes. of those cards in mine faster? You can build,
1: yes, you can build an, uh, what the fuck is it called? An ASIC, I think is, is what it's called. You build an ASIC out of like, a cheap ass, uh, motherboard processor and all that and then you just wire together all the graphics cards you fucking can. And it all runs on a specialized Linux OS that can take advantage of all of them. So why do we and bring that- this?
0: Up? So so why do we bring this up? There's a story this week, and I'm interrupting Aroa because he's just going to complain more. Uh, ah! <laughs> uh, NVIDIA is asking graphics card retailers to prioritize gamers over Bitcoin, Ethereum, whatever miners. Um, I don't know how they're going to do this. It says. Uh, One thing they're going to do, apparently, it says, For NVIDIA, gamers come first. All activities related to our GeForce product line are targeted at our main audience to ensure that GeForce gamers continue to have good GeForce graphics card uh, availability in the current situation. Uh, We recommend that our trading partners make the appropriate arrangement to meet gamers' needs as usual.
1: They want to put a two GPU per person limit. It's possible.
0: It says selling no more than two graphics cards per, per, per order isn't something that Nvidia can force on retailers. It's only a suggestion, but the companies also try to prioritize gamers by selling GPUs directly from their website. While selling the cards higher than the suggested retail price might sound like a good business for Nvidia, it knows that gamers are its core market. And a loyal one at that. Remember, NVIDIA and AMD don't own the semiconductor manufacturing plants that produce their GPUs, which are running at a near total capacity as it is, and they can't just ramp up production in the short term. So, there's another thing that I know uh, AMD did last year with the what was it, R, whatever the the those Vega GPUs were that came out last yes. year, um, the RX five eighty. Uh, 570, 560, those ones. What they were doing with those was they were actually bundling them with other hardware when they would sell them in like different areas um, so that they could kind of say, okay, you buy this and this, you get a little bit of a discount, but they were trying to weed out the people who were buying their cards just for mining because the the thing that was on it as well was something to the line of like a motherboard or a processor or something like they would, it would be something that wouldn't help the mining, so it'd be beneficial for the gamer but not for the miners. Hello, hello, it, yeah. So I don't know. Do you have any suggestions on what to do? Um, besides sell me I, a graphics card.
1: I think I think I think the two card limit is a step in the right direction but unfortunately there's really not a whole lot that you can do yeah
0: yeah i like, mean how are you going to determine who's a miner and who's a gamer yeah it, definitely
1: not selling uh six card bundles i know um, i know how to do it
0: i know how to do it what you do is you request their steam id and then somebody has to manually go look and see how many games they have on Steam and how many play, play time hours have to, are those games. they have to prove how much
1: of a real gamer they are.
0: Yeah, there's going to be a quiz, and if you don't pass <laughs> the quiz, you can't buy a card. I like
1: it. I'm uh, I'm right now. I forgot that camel 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 exists, so now I'm uh, I'm creating. Uh, price alerts for NVIDIA and all that. Well, for uh, ten eighties.
0: What about ten eighty um, Ti, baby?
1: I I did set one for a ten eighty uh Ti.
0: Why not get because... a ten seventy? The the price. Per, the no. Price to per... The per performance no! to price ratio. The performance to price no! ratio. Oh, bro, Listen, no. Listen. No. Bad no. Roa. Why not? I don't want it. Why not? Because the 1080s better. It's slightly. It's slightly better. It's it it not just slight. Like, it's like 20% better. Eh, not worth it. It's so worth it for me. It's are you 4K gaming? I'm I'm
1: VR gaming.
0: Uh, no, not worth it.
1: Mm, I'm VR gaming with multiple monitors set up. And, I mean, like, and I stream, like, I want as much oomph as I can get. Like, and plus, my 780 has lasted me a long time. That's true. Like, and I would rather, I would rather buy, I'd rather buy a big boy up front, especially with how much, like, it doesn't even cost that much more than, than a 1070.
0: Yeah, it's only only $200 more. Not even. I know. Actually, you know the funny thing is, right now it's like fifty dollars. Right now,
1: yeah, right now, if you uh, if you were actually willing to pay the nine hundred dollars, the price for performance ratio is actually better on the ten eighty. That's true. (laughs) It is like it's like disgusting.
0: Like the like at the base price with like there's like a hundred and twenty dollar difference, so it's it's over twenty percent more price performance. So. Um, it, it, was worth it to me to buy the 1070, especially since I got the 1070 when I, uh, when it launched pretty much. So I bought it for like 400 something dollars when the, um, the 1080, you could, you could only find it for like $550, but yeah, like now it's $940 for a 1080. Or eight hundred ninety dollars for ten seventy, so it's actually it's like fifty dollars more. So actually, why don't you get it? Type thing if you were buying it at that price, which I don't see you doing that. Yeah, no,
1: I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be my wife with the uh, with the switch where I buy it from a scalper.
0: Well, why did you not um, uh, pick up the the six founders edition ones for uh, six thousand dollars? Look. I don't,
1: I don't, if I had that much money, I wouldn't have a car payment right now, okay? That's true, me Me
0: neither. Anyway, let's, uh, let's end this. Or
1: die. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna go to my mom's to pick up a keyboard, but now I'm not.
0: I'm sorry, it's my fault. It's all my <laughs> fault. So- How
1: dare you have us have engaging conversation.
0: Ah, so anyway, uh, where can we find you, Aroa? Uh,
1: I got the Twitter at Aroa. I got the Twitch at Aroa1337, and I guess there's a YouTube at Aroa1337, but...
0: That's it! I was trying to find... I forgot it was Aroa1337 on YouTube when I was giving that guy your address, so we just looked up Aroa Entertainment. Oh, yeah, that works. Yeah. Did you know if you type in Aroa on YouTube, it brings a lot of, like, music from some girl? Yes, yes, they are a... uh a Spanish group. He was like he he typed in a row and he's like, Wow, she's pretty hot. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, that's my friend. That's the one right there. Um yeah. I'm Reeton. You can find me Reton everywhere. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me at Reeton on on uh Twitch and the Mixers and the Twitters and uh Reetan Entertainment is my website. You can find the Reeton podcast on iTunes. I think if if the list if, if they don't if they don't take me off soon, uh, you can find me at YouTube. Uh, look up I'm sorry on uh iTunes. You can go to Read Podcast or there's a link down below where you can click on that. Press the subscribe button. You'll get it downloaded to your phone. Uh, if you have a uh, Windows or I'm sorry an Apple phone, jeepus, I cannot talk today. And if you click on the link down below, you also get taken to the Google one. There's a Google Store podcast thing that is pretty crappy actually with finding podcast but there's a link down below you can press the subscribe button on there or you can look up and try to find Reeton podcast within the the google search thingy and see if you can find me thank you for being here this week aurora no problem i will see you next week maybe possibly 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 goodbye bye